My name is Toby Shapshak, and I like to speak to interesting people about interesting things. And today, I'm going to be speaking to a grocery retail chain about their money market account. Let's have a listen. I'm talking to the head of financial services from a company that you might be surprised to discover has a head of financial services, but it's ShopRite, the retailer that has taken the lead in the delivery wars. And Jean Ulefier is the man in charge of a grocery store chain's financial services. Now, that would be surprising, I suppose, if it was 10 years ago, Jean, but right now, actually, ShopRite has a very good money market offering, and actually you're doing quite a lot of things that would be considered quote-unquote financial services. It's, it's the evolving nature of a business in this new world, isn't it, John? Absolutely, Toby. Um, if you look at our customer, they've got many needs. Some, some as grocery needs, some as non-foods needs, and then you also have financial needs. And if you position... Uh, whether it's a ShopRite Checkers, YouSave or the Checkers Hyper as a one-stop shop. Why, why don't you just uh, serve their financial needs as well? Makes sense. Um, a good example of that is one of the first products that was launched many years ago was allowing customers to send money from one ShopRite store or one store to another store. Yeah. And that was really the birth of money transfers. And today... Um, you see a lot of the banks also now offering cash send and cash in like products. Yes. Um, we, but it doesn't stop there. So we sell airtime data, uh, we do bill payments, we do a significant amount of bill payments, we do SASA grant disbursements, we yeah. do SRD grants. Um, luckily the, the retailers have stepped into that because the, the post office has stopped paying those um, grants. Yeah, so, very unfortunate. Yeah, I think if you keep your eye on the customer, then yeah. absolutely you need to recognize their financial needs. And I think some of those we can serve and solve for and some of those we can't. I think it's a fascinating thing that's happened, but I don't, I don't think it's, it's, it's unusual. I think it's the way things are evolving. You have a trusted relationship with the customer. They know they're getting a good deal when they get groceries from you or, in my case, I got my 94-year-old mother's groceries delivered the whole way through lockdown using 6060, and I used it beforehand. So I already have a relationship with you. If I don't have a bank account, it makes perfect sense to have one with you. Also, branches. Your stores are, in effect, a branch network, I, I say, I think. Absolutely. So um, if, we, if we quickly focus on the stores, so... Most of our competitors, our financial competitors, their branches are cost centers. Yeah. And they're actually reducing the amount of branches. Um, we love people coming to our stores and, in effect, to our branches. So our branches for us is profit centers. Uh, we like customers being treated in person. Yeah. Um, we, we see this as a, a one of many ways to pull more customers into our stores. Um, you also mentioned that we've got a strong brand and that we've got a customer that we see on a regular basis yeah. when they come and um, do their groceries. So in our stores, we've got more than 30,000 30, um, till points, yes. which can act as a cash in, a cash out, 
or you can pay at those uh, toll points. Yes. So giving you access to your money uh, when, in, uh, when and where you need it. Um, one of the bizarre uh, stats that is some people think we are new in financial services. But yes. we've, we've been a very traditional savings vehicle for a very, very long time. I know. Um, with the savings stats. And a large part of our market, especially in the ShopRite market, um, save a big part of their um, savings is in the form of saving stamps for December's, for back to school, or for, for Easter. And I think over the years, we've won the trust that we always honor the further saving stamps. And we hope that we can uh, we keep the trust with the, the newer, more innovative uh, banking solution. It's an interesting idea because people don't consider those saving stamps as, as value, but they are. They are very good value, uh, especially at the right time of year and Christmas, as you say. It's like purpose-based savings at its best. Yeah. So what are you saving for? You're saving specifically to treat your family um, uh, uh, over the Christmas period. Or you're saving for a rainy day. If something happens uh, to you and you can't go to work, that you can feed your family. Yes. Um, and the, the fact that that savings is so purpose-based and it can't uh, just be easily transferred or used for other things, I think that makes it a really, really good savings product. And when you take 100 Rand, it stays 100 Rand. Or so our savings stamps are on 10 and 20 Rand denominations. Yes. There's no monthly fees. There's no charges. Uh, 100 rand stays 100 rand, 20 rand stays a 20 rand. Yeah. And when you need it, you can use it. It's a kind of logical evolution of what you've been doing to a money market account. And, there, and there's great value in it. I mean, I, I, was, I was thinking on the way here just how Impesa became what it was. And it was a couple of things, one of which was regulation that the, the regulator in Kenya gave to a cell phone operator that it didn't give to banks. Mm. But also the human ATM element, which is cash in, cash out. And that's part of Impesa's great solution is that it found a way to get money in and out of the system, which you have already called till points. Absolutely. So it's ironic how the... Um, cash digitization journey, it starts with cash. Yeah. If it's already digital and it goes to digital, you're not digitizing cash or displacing cash. You need to have the ability to take in cash and to turn it into electronic currency and give the customer the choice to turn it back into cash yes. if they want it. Because if you don't, they'll lose trust or they won't use it. Um, so when you look at the, the money market accounts, it, it serves two big um, uh, needs. The one is it's a account that puts you in full control. That's why, why we don't have uh, monthly fees and direct debits. Yeah. And the other thing is the money market that uh, most of our customers knows really well. It's a money market in your pocket. Yeah. So what does that mean? You can buy airtime and data or pay bills or do money transfers from wherever you are. Yes. So you don't necessarily need to come into store to do those transactions. You can do that from your convenience of wherever you find yourself, or you can come into store. It's, it's the, 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 the channel of choice. So we're not trying to push customers to the one channel or another channel. You can kind of open it up and give the customer the, the choice. I'll tell you what I like about that, and it's, it's again a story about my mother. Hi, Ma. For years, she's been on pay-as-you-go, and one day I went to her house and she said, will you load this airtime for me? And I said to her, how do you normally 
put airtime on your phone. She went, I asked the cashiers. And the cashiers automatically do that for a gogo. You know? Absolutely. And, th- and that I like. I like that there's, a, there's like a Google trusts a cashier. I've, and I watch it all the time in stores. And I think it's, it's just one of the like, charming things about life that someone will help you if you are in distress or you don't know how to load your airtime on your phone. I mean, I'd never done it, but I read the instructions, which is pretty simple. But if you're an older person, that kind of tech problem is a little bit more difficult. So I would imagine younger people will use the app and their, you know, the digital interface, whereas old people will be feel more comfortable going to a store or cashier to get a little bit of help. Absolutely. So if you look at the the target market we, we're trying to serve with the money market accounts. It's people earning 10,000 Rand or less. Yeah. If you look at some of the characteristics, um, age might or might not be one of those. Um, financial literacy is definitely one of those. It's people that don't always get yeah. a, a regular uh, paycheck uh, because whether you're a grant recipient, you're a student, uh, whether you're a part-time worker or a full-time worker. Yeah. Um, it's, it's quite uh, different. So those customers, if you just push them and force them onto their digital journey, sometimes it might be overwhelming. And um, that might be one of the reasons why they choose rather to operate in cash. Yeah. But if you give that human service, like the, the cashiers given the Google around loading the, the airtime, Imagine you can give that type of service for everyone opening a bank account. Yeah. Everyone that it's real, right? We forget our pins. Yes. To do a, a, a pin change, or you change your mobile number to do to update your mobile yes. number, or to help you with a cash withdrawal. Some of these transactions feel like everyone should be able to do to do it confidently, but that's not the case. Yeah. A lot of people still need uh, support, just and sometimes just the first two times. Then after that, they get more confident. I watch this with with my mother and the older people. I mean, I invariably get lots of people asking for tech advice. And what I notice is that people are really willing to learn. And they just feel silly asking something they don't know. But once you've shown them two or three times, people remember. It's just, it's a, you know, I think think us techies forget what digital natives we are and what people aren't. But I want to come back to the fact that we're talking about it a grocery store, you know, in the old-fashioned parlance. Um, it's it's remarkable that this is the evolution of what you offer a customer. And, of course, it's, it's a no-brainer to offer that to a customer because, firstly, there's a need, and, secondly, you have the capacity and the branches, as it were. Yeah, absolutely. So, Toby, um, it's not always easy to do this uh, within a retailer. Um, I think we, we're quite fortunate because our CEO started the money market uh, 20 years ago and he sees this vision crystal clear. He knows uh, what uh, the value can add to a customer's life. You, we, he understands the, the financial and the, the, the consumer economics uh, behind it. Yeah. So it's, it's really fortunate to operate in a space where you get, really get backed uh, by the larger and the core operation. Um, and that gives you the um, ability to leapfrog. So reuse a lot of what we've got. So we've got some branches, so we don't need to add more branches. We've, we've got a lot of tools, we do, so we don't need to add ATMs. We've got a lot of uh, staff that's willing to help. 
let's uh, let's get those cashiers uh, yeah. to, to help uh, customers cash in, cash out, open accounts and, and save more. It's, as I say, a logical progression, but there's a lot more that you can do with this, right? Um, and it's not because I'm reading the notes on the wall behind you. Um, but there's a lot you can do that's, you know, you can do remittances, you can do credit for suppliers. There's, you know, there's a lot of functionality. Once, once the, the money is digital, you can do different things with it. Absolutely. So I think um, one of the notes also behind me on the wall, Toby, is we've got a mantra. Give the people what they want. Yes, I can see that with uh, a hash. <laughs> yeah, with a, with a hashtag, right? Um, and so what does that mean? So if you look at your customer, um, and we've got lots of different types of customers, so you, go, you can't box them into one single yeah. mold. We need, really need to figure out what do they want and what do they need and whether we can solve for that need. So it doesn't mean give the people what we want to give them. Yeah. It means give the people what they want. Um, and when we mean people, it doesn't just mean customers. It means employees. It means um, suppliers. It means customers. It means a lot of things. Yeah. And like, for example, let's quickly focus on the supplier. So when we uh, um, sit with our suppliers and ask, what stops you from growing even further or, or doing better? Um, quite often we hear uh, cash flow constraints or the, the cost of credit. So when we looked at that, we said, okay, um, or the speed of getting access to money. So we said, hang on, we've got, we've got uh, ShopRite has got a healthy balance sheet. We can help. We can probably, um, we know you and we've got a deep relationship with you. So I don't yeah. need to onboard you again. You're already onboarded. So we can help you quicker. And because we don't have all of those administrative uh, overheads and burdens, we can actually um, offer you finance for cheaper. Yeah. So we don't have initiation fees, or early settlement fees, and this fees or that fees. We literally um, apply an interest rate, and we we um, we think we are very very competitive. It's a very good idea. People are buying from you. I mean, I imagine at some point you'll make it easier to deliver it with sixty sixty. I don't know if the model's there yet, but for a spaza shop to get you know, the credits, there are very few places that will offer you credit, but you have a, a, a credit history, as it were, through their purchases, if they're part of the loyalty system. And then I suppose ultimately you could, you could deliver that, unless I'm like scooping some story I'm not allowed to know about. But I would imagine that's the next trajectory. So Toby, once we understand the need well, and we, we figure out how to solve for that need, absolutely, then, the, then that's the areas that we will go into. Um, if there's a real need, and if it makes economic and consumer sense of us playing that role, then we will definitely consider uh, we consider that. So you're thinking about it, but you can't say because I'm a journalist. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so one of the other things on the wall behind you is money-saving tips. I mean, I mean that's fascinating because I studied English literature. I didn't. I don't speak maths as a first language, and I've had to learn common sense, pragmatic stuff. Thankfully, my mother, Hama, is deeply pragmatic and taught all of us real common practical life tips. But just putting the money in a digital form in of itself creates a kind of value because it's digital, it can't be stolen, you may not earn interest on it, but 
you're, you're not spending it and you still have it in case of a rainy day. That's one of the things about mobile money that people often overlook is that it's, it, it is of by its very nature a way to hang on to value. Absolutely. So, and one of the unique features or um, benefits of the money market accounts is we probably the only uh, account that offers free deposits. So if you've got cash, yes. you come to our store and you deposit that cash, it's free. So what does it mean? So if you put 100 Rand into that account, it's 100 Rand. If you take 100 Rand and if you go and deposit it at a bank branch or at an ATM or into a alternative account, then there's charges anything from 20 Rand to 50 Rand yeah. to take physical cash, turning it into a digital currency. I've always thought that was weird. Like that's a bank's job, you know. Why? We're, anyway, it's a different conversation. Like yeah, we, we pay lots of fees for things. I don't think we should. But nonetheless, you're a cash business. You take cash all the time. Why should you charge your customers? It's a great way to add value to people's lives. Absolutely. So, and the other thing that we also do is we we disperse cash. Yes. So, um, customers, whether you bank with a money market account or not. Um, pay much less um, to withdraw cash at a till, yeah. whether it's our till or one of our competitors' tills, than what you would at a ATM. So cash withdrawals is one of the, the let's call it the money-saving tips uh, yeah. for this festive period. If you need cash, go to your closest retailer, hopefully one of our stores, and go and do a cash withdrawal. It's open for every single bank account. Yes. So it doesn't matter which card you've got, MasterCard or Visa, yeah. you can do a cash withdrawal at any time. Uh, it will save you a significant amount of money. Um, in addition to that, we think it's not only cheaper, but it's safer. Yeah. Because some of the ATMs are placed in areas where you feel quite exposed or people can see. Yeah. If you're standing at an ATM, what do you do? Definitely getting money. You're getting and, money. And a lot of scams happen there, usually with the elderly. Yes. So so that for us is a definite money saving tip. So if yeah. you want to deposit money for free, get okay, the money market account it. and um, uh, it will it, uh, it, it's free deposits. If you use the money market account, you would typically save between 50 and 70 Rand on bank charges. Okay. Once again, thinking of the customer that owns 10,000 Rand or less, um, the cash withdrawals at till, any bank, yeah. and uh, including the money market account, is a definite uh, um, uh, saving. That's really foresightful thinking because at the end of the day, you are going to get less branches. Banks are going to close their branches, but you're not going to close your stores. And you have this amazing footprint that lets you do 60-60 deliveries within, you know, five, I think it's five kilometers or 25 kilometers, I forget the range. That's really useful. And you also sell groceries. Yeah. <laughs> the good thing is we haven't neglected or forgotten about the uh, migrant workers. Yes. So we've got a lot of migrant workers in this country and they remit money home. And they've got um, basically two choices. You either send it the informal route, i.e. Yeah. via a hard cash via taxi. Yeah. Significant cost and security 30, concern. 30% fee. Uh, or you can go the, the formal market route yeah. um, where, there's a, where there's more choice. Um, similar to what how we have house brand bread or milk. Yes. 
we've got a house brand remittance company called SuperSwift. Yes. And that we, um, we offer um, remittances for between 3 and 5% um, compared to an industry average of between uh, 5 to 10%. And that will be with any country you have a shop route or checkers in? No, that's actually goes beyond that. Yeah. And it goes to, it's about almost 100 countries. Okay. But if you look at the, the key corridors that uh, the, the, the migrant workers in South Africa use the most is the SADC countries. So you don't necessarily need to have a shop right there. You can send to bank accounts, you can send to mobile wallet, or people can do a cash pickup in their country. The other thing I know you do is you can send someone a voucher. Yes. You know, from the early days of, of buying airtime, I, I did talk saying to people, before M-Pesa came around, people used to send you know, 12 digit airtime number and that was a that is value that you can give to someone you know it was the very beginnings of this digital trading so send someone a voucher and they can go shopping i think it's a great idea so we actually we cater for that in multiple ways but what we've added now in store so previously we've seen a lot of people buy gift cards and you gift someone a gift card yeah um but sometimes that other person is far away yeah. and you want to give them a gift them a voucher, you can now go into the store and just um, either send them cash, like a cash voucher, or yeah. you can actually send them, if you want to send them a grocery voucher, you can send them a grocery voucher. Um, with the money market account, you can also digitally send that from your money market account. Once again, the sender is in control of whether yeah. you want the receiver to receive cash or whether you want the receiver to receive a grocery voucher, yeah. um, which gives people choice. The, the nice thing is both of those are free. It's a really great idea. Listen, I mean, uh, it makes perfect sense in this day and age, doesn't it? It's, it's, we live in such a digital world. Why, why would you do, why would you cut a check, you know, in the old parlance? I suppose this also ties in with your, with your, your mobile service, so people can also get decent, cheap airtime. Absolutely. So if you think about uh, the airtime uh, you and I uh, buy, we, we, we consume a lot of airtime and data yes. and we can afford uh, bigger bundles. Yeah. And if you look at the economics around a big bundle, it's actually, it's still a lot of money, but it's more affordable per unit than if you buy a five rand bundle or a 10 rand bundle. So the, the more you buy, the cheaper it becomes. Yeah. But for the market we serve is they can't afford to buy gigs. Yeah. They can't afford to buy 100 or 50 rand worth of airtime and data. They can afford to buy 5 rand yeah. or 10 rand. So with Connect Mobile, where if we, uh, we decided we want to be famous for, for one thing. Yes. And that is those small increments, the 5 rands, the 10 rands, you're going to get your best bang for buck when you're on Connect Mobile. If you're That's a very big clever consumer, thinking, Sean, because that's really where people buy, you know, small increments. So if you can give people saving on five or ten rand worth of airtime, that's really significant for that market. It gets back to that mantra, give people what they want. If you ask people, what do you want? You want free banking, you want uh, lower, you want airtime and data, you want um, um, foreigners who also wants to be included. So we try and give people what they want. Um, not always get it right, but we try our best. And nice fresh bread. 
Absolutely. I bought some sushi the other day from a, from a Checkers. It was very good. Yeah, the sushi is fantastic. So there you go. I mean, you started as a retailer. Now you sell sushi, bread, financial services, airtime. You deliver my groceries to my mother. What else are you guys going to do or can't you say yet? I think we're going to still do a lot, but uh, it's what the customers want us to do. So as soon as there's a clear need that we can understand, unpack, and we see that there's value for the customer and that there's value for the group, absolutely we'll jump on it. Great. Thank you very much, John. And I just have to say, the little miniature shopping things, big hit with my five-year-old. My kids also love it. <laughs> That's what he plays with when he goes to visit Bobo. It's really great. Thank you very much, John. You've been listening to T2S2. My name is Toby Shapshak. Thank you for listening. Our executive producer is Sally Hudson and our director of audio is Hans Baumgarten. Please do like us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help. And thanks for listening. You can read more on stuff.co.za.